while you're turning, and if you're here for the very first time, and you filled out one of those prayer cards, we are so glad that you're here. We're glad that you're here. And, uh, and we want to be praying for you, and we pray that, that we've been a blessing already, but we really want to pray for you. And if you've got that card filled out, if you'll hold it up right where you are, wherever you are, if you'll hold it up, we're going to collect them real quick, run and get them. I think we've got some on this side over here, some in the back. Hey, church, let's let all those know that we're glad they're here. Come on, let, give them a hand. Let you, let, are you glad they're here? Amen. Well, I'm just going to blubber this morning, I reckon. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad that I go to a church where you can feel something. I know, it, I know it's not based on feelings and, and you base uh, your faith on the facts of the Word of God, but I'm glad when you get your facts right and your faith is in the right facts, there'll be some feeling. I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just glad, uh, uh, great, great job, great, this is a, Amen. I, I really don't know how this is going to come out this morning, but it's, it will we'll do something. All right, Matthew 11, uh, verse number 20. And by the way, I didn't come to have church. I came to worship. I came to feel what we're feeling right now. I, 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 I would be disappointed if we didn't feel this right now. Listen, it, it's hell out there all week long. I need a little touch of heaven on Sunday. Amen. Amen. Matthew 11. In verse number 28, verse number 28, have you found your spot? The Bible says in Matthew eleven twenty-eight, come unto me, what color is your writing? What does that mean? Jesus is talking. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Heavy laden. That means you're carrying great burdens. Anybody tired today? Heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Tender. Mild. Sensitive gentle, humble, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. You know, when you're physically tired, that's one thing. When you're, when you're, when you're physically tired, you can, you can lay down and take a nap. But when your soul's tired, You can lay down all you want to lay down, but it, 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 it don't do anything. But Jesus said, if your soul is weary, he said, come unto me, and you'll find rest for your soul. Verse 30, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Do you ever feel like sometimes you're carrying the wrong burden? My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Father, we have felt your presence today. Now, I need the unction of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I need that touch, that, that charisma, that, that, 
that anointing from the Holy Ghost to be able to deliver your word in such a way that it's going to bring encouragement. Lord, it's going to bring correction. It's going to bring uh, help, Lord, for weary people. God, there's no question this is a divine appointment. This is a divine designed message for your people today. Now, God, help me deliver it. I got some stuff on paper. But, God, I need you to deliver it into the hearts and minds of those that are here. God, I'm glad that you're my God. I'm glad that you're my Savior. But I'm real glad you're my friend. God, I pray that you'll help us today. I pray that, Lord, your will be done. Help me. Help each other. God, I praise you and I thank you. And I glorify your name, for you are my help. You are the lifter of my head. And this morning we will look unto the hills which cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. God, I praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. feel a spirit of thanksgiving. I don't know why. I, I, I got an outline, but I, I can't help but feel thankful for what God has done. I look out at the, the property and dirt work and everything that's going on. And then I think about who I really am. And, and if we would all be honest who we all really are. I mean, really, let's think about it. Who are we and what we have done this week to have the privilege of the eternal God in heaven to come down and hang out with us in this building a little while? Hallelujah. There was a... There was a a newspaper article that carried the story of tattoo to basset hound. How many of y'all have ever seen a basset hound? It like it looks like a handicapped walker dog. Say amen. It looks like a walker dog that God shortchanged him on his legs. Say amen. Because he has a full-grown dog body and the long ears and a long snoot but his legs ain't but that long. What was the Lord thinking? Tattoo, he didn't intend to go for an evening run, but when his owner shut the dog's leash in the car door, oh, God. He went for an evening drive. Tattoo had no choice but to run. 
For some reason, all I can think about is run, tattoo run, <laughs> amen. A motorcycle officer named Terry Filbert noticed a passing vehicle with something dragging behind it. He commented that the poor Basset Hound was picking them up and putting them down as fast as he could. He chased the car to a stop and Tattoo was rescued. Thank the Lord. Thank God for Tattoo. Amen. But not before the dog had reached the top speed of 25 miles per hour, falling down and rolling over and several times, getting up and running and then falling down and rolling over. And, 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 and do you ever feel like Tattoo? Life has gotten so crazy and so fast-paced, we got every, every modern technology, every, everything known to man to save time and for everything to be better, and, and it seems like we can't even catch up enough time to breathe. It seems like life is just dragging us along, and we can't get to our feet. We can't get ahead. We, we, we just are so weary and so worn out, and, and we get tired. Physically tired, emotionally tired, spiritually tired. Jesus said, if you'll come to me, you'll find rest for your soul. Your soul is where your mind and will and emotions, your mind is what thinks and reasons, your emotions is what feels, the, the will decides and acts. And what happens? What happens when our, our soul gets exhausted? Our thinking deteriorates. Our ability to process information is inadequate and restricted. Our emotions are numbed. We become insensitive, inconsiderate, rude, and unkind. We become indecisive or simply make the wrong choices. It might not be that we're rude at heart, but you might just be tired. And Jesus is on the scene. Jesus is on the scene. He comes to this earth and he finds a religious system that's out of control. He finds a, a, a religious group of leaders who have become so overbearing, so, so self-righteous, so, so in love with the rules that they forgot the rules was supposed to keep them in contact with the ruler. And they never was supposed to, they never was supposed to worship the rules and the regulations and all the law and everything that was supposed to teach them how holy God was and to teach them who God was and to lead them into a relationship with God. But yet, here they come to a point where they're, they're worshiping, they're worshiping the tool that's supposed to get them to the Lord. And they've become so self-righteous. They've become so arrogant. They've added so many laws to what God said. Be careful when you start getting holier than God. Be careful when you try to follow more rules than what Jesus has. Because they become more important than God does. Jesus told them, by your traditions, you've transgressed the law of God. Your, tra your traditions and, 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 and all, those, all those things that you're following, uh, listen, they've become more than God himself. And, and see, we like rules. We like, we like self-righteous Pharisees like rules because you can measure yourself against other people. You wear a tie and they didn't. You got short hair, men, and they don't. They, they, their hair is long, so you can think you're holier than them because your hair is cut shorter than they are. Ladies, you've got a, a, a decent, modest dress on, and this other person don't. It's easy to compare yourself, and it makes you feel good about yourself. 
Now, I'm not, say, I'm not saying you need to look like a hippie, and I'm not saying that you need to be immodest and run around half naked. I'm not saying none of that. But I'm saying this, when you start judging other people by who you think you are, we got issues. And we find Jesus coming on the scene, and he sees these religious leaders. Uh, they, are, they are pounding the people with so many rules and regulations that they are suffering under the burden of tradition, under the burden of religion, under the burden of all these rules and regulations. And the people are suffocating, and they can't even live up to their own standards. Jesus said it well. He said it well, Matthew 23, 4. He says, for they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be born, and they lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. It's amazing to me how, how, how overbearing and burdensome religion can be. When I say religion, what I mean by that, religion is just your rules of living. Are y'all with me? But Jesus says, listen, he comes and he sees this crowd. And that's the first thing I want you to see. I want you to see, number one, the crowd that he addresses. The crowd that he addresses. They are busy and they are burdened. The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that labor. All ye that labor. And the word labor there means toil to extreme. Toil to the point that you are fatigued. Till you are weary, till you are worn out, till you have no energy, no enthusiasm, no excitement. Man, that looks like half the fundamental Baptists I know. They're supposed to be so holy, and they're supposed to be so righteous, and they got all these standards, and they look like the most unhappy people I've ever been around in my life. Working, working, working. Listen, here's, here's something God showed me. Two things. You don't have to write this down. This is just, just something to think about. He's talking about primarily, he's talking about uh, salvation and, and dealing with this, but not just salvation, but primarily salvation. He is saying this. This is what he's saying. All these Pharisees, all these religious leaders are saying, you've got to follow all these rules to get to heaven. But Jesus said, you come to me. You come to me, and I'll give you rest. Now, see, here's, what, here's the problem. We still got people because of all the other religions in the world. Uh, listen, uh, Christianity is only the, the re- only religion in the world that you come by grace. Everything else is works. Everything else is works. It's, 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 listen, it's Cain and Abel all over again. It's Cain and Abel all over again. Cain was a religion of works. Abel was a religion of grace. And come by the blood. Now, now here's what's happening. In today's society, sinners are laboring, they're working, they're toiling to earn God's salvation. Let me tell you something. You can work till you're dead, and you'll never be able to earn God's salvation. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I'm glad to know that salvation is free to whosoever will. If you're hungry, come. If you're thirsty, come. It's an if you're needy, come. I am what you need. Come to Jesus now. You don't have to give penance. You don't have to give money. You don't have to give your time. You don't have to earn kingdom hours. You don't have to work your way. You don't have to pedal a bicycle up and down the street. You don't have to do anything but come to Jesus. 
But sinners are trying, lost people are trying to labor and trying to work and work and work, hoping their good deeds will outweigh their bad deeds and hoping they can labor to get into heaven. And they're wore out today. They're wore out. They're laboring to earn God's salvation. But all you Christians, you need to hear this. Sinners labor to earn God's salvation, but saints are, are laboring to earn God's smile. Y'all pay attention. I'm going to help somebody today. Honey, you don't have to earn God's smile. Religion says do, but Jesus says just be. Jesus said it's done. No labor needed. No labor necessary. You don't have to perform. We're working ourselves to the bone. We're trying to do this and we're trying to do that to earn God's smile. We're, we're that kid who feels like he's been neglected, trying to do everything we can to make our father happy and our father's happy. You don't have to hit a home run. You don't have to be an all-star. You don't have to catch the touchdown pass. You don't have to do none of these things. He's happy with you just like you are. Yet we labor and work and work and try and try and try. And many times we're trying to make up for our past. And we're getting so worn out and God's saying, just be my child. Just be my child. Come unto me, all you that labor. Labor, working, 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 frustrated, fatigued, and wore out. And heavy burdened. Heavy burdened, carrying a load. Maybe you're burdened with guilt. Maybe you're burdened with your past. Maybe you're burdened with problems. Maybe, maybe that, listen, you're burdened with something that you cannot fix on your own. Jesus says, if you're burdened, come unto me. The Old Testament says, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. Peter said it well. He said, casting all of your care upon him for he careth for you. Let me ask you, what burden are you carrying around today that you need to set at this cross? That you need to bring to the altar during the invitation because you're so tired and weary and worried. I tell you what you are like a Christian. This old, this old man was carrying a, a sack on his back, a burden that was very heavy. And he was barely making it down the road. He was barely making it down the road. And, and another man came by with a, with a, a horse-drawn a drawn cart. And, and they said, sir, let, why, don't, why don't you ride with me? Why don't you, why don't you come up here and, and, and ride with me? I see you're carrying a heavy burden. He said, I appreciate it. So he gets into the cart, and the guy's driving the cart. And just a little way down the road, he turns around and looks, and the guy's still got the burden on his back. He said, sir, why don't you set the burden down? Why, why don't you set the burden down? He said, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to burden you with my burden, too. You say, oh, that's silly. That's what we do. We've come to God in salvation. We've gotten on the cart, yet we still think we have to carry our burdens. Maybe because we don't feel like we're worthy. Maybe because we don't think he cares. Maybe because we think it's something that we need to handle or we should handle when God says, bring everything. Casting all your care. 
all your care. He cares about your sinuses. He cares about your arthritis. He cares about your sciatic nerve. He cares about that neighbor that won't, won't give you no rest and harasses you all the time. What are you carrying around that you need to give to him today? The crowd that he addresses, they're a busy crowd. They're a burden crowd. Does that sound familiar, ladies and gentlemen? Then I want you to see the call that he announces. The call that he announces. Basically, basically three things here, but I'm going to give you two. But he says, come, take, and learn. Come unto me. And by the way, by the way, this is going to hair lip some folks. But Jesus, Jesus didn't say come to church for rest. Yeah, I said it. You know why I said it? Because you'll go into some churches and Jesus ain't in there. Having church ain't going to give you no rest. I've gone into church and I've got rest because I fell asleep. Say amen. Going to church ain't going to give you rest for your soul. The only way you're going to find rest for your soul is going to Jesus. I wish I had time. Oh, I wish I had time. He says, come unto me. Come. I can see him, I can see him looking at the faces of the people in the crowd, just like I'm looking at some of y'all, and he could see the burden. He could see the weariness because everywhere Jesus went, he had a compassion. He, he, was, he was looking at the people as sheep having no shepherd. And he could see the weariness in them. And I could see as he looked over at the Pharisees and the crowd that's supposed to be leading them to him. And he just looks at them and looks at them and said, y'all come to me. Y'all have tried to get help from these birds forever. You've tried to find what you were looking for with religion and a set of regulations, but just come to me. Now watch this. He, he uses a word that everywhere else I looked in the Bible and found this word, it was always in a negative connotation. It was always as far as being a burden and, and being a punishment. The word, he uses the word yoke. The yoke, break. listen, the, the, the Old Testament prophets talked about breaking the yoke off the backs of people it was always used in a negative connotation but jesus said it in this way he said come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my my yoke upon you and learn of me now if you will if you will i was going to get a picture of this but you, you know what a yoke is it's a, it's a, a, a wooden instrument that's basically got two harnesses there that goes on two oxen and it connects them. This yoke represents a connection. If I wasn't a Baptist, I wouldn't try to be so dignified right now. But some of y'all ain't getting it yet. Jesus said in John 15, he said, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He said, if ye abide in me, if you stay connected, 
If you stay, say it with me, you shall bear much fruit. Are y'all with me? Some of y'all ain't getting it. Let me read it again. Abide in me or stay connected to me. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, stay connected to the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do The amount of fruit in your life will be based on the connection. The more you are connected to the branch, the more the ability has, the more the branch has the ability to produce. But see, here's what we're doing. We're neglecting our relationship and our connection with Jesus Christ. And we're working, 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 trying to manufacture spiritual fruit. We're trying to manufacture joy. We're trying to manufacture peace. We're trying to manufacture all the the, the fruit of the Spirit. And we're not connecting to Jesus. And we're a miserable failure. And we're frustrated. And we're wondering why we don't have no joy in our life when Jesus said, take my yoke say connected with me if you will just work on your relationship with me if you will work on being intimate with me if you will work on being my friend I promise you the fruit will come all by itself I grew up around a bunch of orange trees I've never seen an orange tree sweating to make fruit they don't work It just happens. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance, patience. How many of y'all could use some more patience? Don't lie in the house of God. How many of y'all could use more patience? How many of y'all could use more self-control? That's what temperance means. Uh Uh-huh. Traffic, come on. I mean, I could use more joy. We're trying to work, 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 work to buy, 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 thinking that things and material possessions is going to give us anything. And it don't. Jesus said, take my yoke. Yoke means they're connected. Yoke means they're cooperating. You see, are you working for Jesus or are you working with Jesus? (laughs) Ah, this is good stuff. Because see, when you work for Jesus, you're going to get tired. Because see, you will be operating in human effort. Now I know about your humanness, but my humanness gets tired. Excuse me, my humanity. Are y'all with me? Your father taught me something Sunday. He's a cool guy. I love Dr. Hawkins. He came 
You know he come in the third service Sunday morning, and then he came to the, to the, the, yeah, whatever that other one we do. We do so many now, I don't even know which one it is, amen. Five o'clock service, the fourth service. I, I, I went to say fourth service and five o'clock at the same time, and I called it the fifth o'clock service the other day. I, so confused. Anyway, it was the evening one. Well, he came to that one too. And I thought, I thought, you know, well, he so used to go in the church on Sunday night. He just felt like he had to be in church. You know, and I think that still might have been a little bit of it. But he came to me after, he said, I just had to see a guy do it four times. But then he said something to me. And being straight up serious, he said, he said I, I, I just wondered how that could be possible. And you'll never know unless you try it. I've called Travis after the Sunday services. I've tried uh, 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 Brother Jeff after the Sunday services. And, and Chris, you laugh now, but your day's coming, son. Amen. And I called Travis that, that day. He filled in for me. And I said, hey, son, how'd it go? He said, hello. <laughs> he didn't say one thing. This is the first thing he said, dear God, I don't know how you do this every Sunday. And Brother Hawkins said this. He said, he said, I, I, I can't imagine, I couldn't imagine how you did it. But he said, I saw tonight. He said, God's doing it through you. I'll be honest with you. When somebody suggested we go to two services, I almost, just about, almost thought about cussing them out. I said, I. I said, there's no way. I mean, I do this one time, and I'm ready for the recliner. Are y'all with me? And, and y'all, th- I know what y'all think. Hey, I, I'll be glad to let you try it anytime you want to. And then it dawned on me. He's so right. There is no, now don't get me wrong. I'm tired on Sunday evening. But there's no way in this world I could do this without the touch of God. I'm not doing this for him. I'm doing it with him. I would rather do it four times with him than one time without him. It might be you're doing what you're doing on your own. Could it be, could it be that you're trying to accomplish your job on your own? So, oh, but you're a preacher. God does with it. God will help you be a plumber. If that's, the, if that's the area of life God has called you to, God will help you, God will help you be a ditch digger. God will help you be a cook. Are y'all with me? J.H. Howitt summarized it this way. The fatal mistake for the believers to seek to bear life's load in a single collar. God never intended man to carry his burden alone, no matter what the burden was. Christ, therefore, deals only in yoke. A yoke is a neck harness for two. And the Lord himself pleads to be one of the two. He wants to share the labor of any task. The secret of peace and victory in the Christian life is found in putting off the taxing collar of self and accepting the master's relaxing yoke. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Number three, the conclusion he assures. My yoke is easy. 
and my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. The word easy there is not, is not like you're thinking. The word easy there means well-fitted. Well-fitted. In other words, what Jesus said, if you'll come to me, I'll give you a, I'll give you a job that fits you. Man, I wish I had about 30 more minutes. I could not imagine myself preaching when God called me to preach. There's no way. But today, I can't imagine myself doing anything different. Because what Jesus calls you to is well fitted to you. My yoke is easy. It's well fitted. And my burden is light. His commandments are not grievous. You see, here's the thing. In the old day, they would take an old experienced ox who was strong, who was powerful, who was wise, who knew what to do, who was experienced, and they'd put that young ox beside them that wasn't that powerful, wasn't that strong, was just early on. And that ox would learn. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and, and learn of me. I don't know how to handle this crisis. What would Jesus do? I don't know what to do about my situation. What would Jesus do? Learn of him. I don't know how to pay my bills. What would Jesus do? I don't know how to deal with my children. What would Jesus do? See, Jesus has come and conquered this world, everything about this world. And Jesus said, you'll get along in this world a lot better if you'll learn how I handled it. We got to pray. Church, let's lay them down. Jalen, y'all come on up. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I think we need to flood this altar and let down our burden. God told you about a burden in your heart while I was preaching. Won't you come give it to him today? Come surrender it today. Come lay it down today. Come unto me, he saith, right now, right now, right now. Quit, quit making excuses for not coming. Come right now. Whatever it was that burdened you, whatever it is that brings tears to your eyes, whatever it is that's keeping you awake at night, whatever it is that's bothering you right now, come and say, I'm letting it go. I'm giving it up. I'm letting go of this burden. I'm letting go of this issue. I'm letting go of this problem. I'm not big enough to carry it. I'm letting it go. I'm giving it to Jesus. He's going to carry it on his shoulders today. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray. I pray for all the folks at this altar. I pray for all the folks at this altar. Please, please carry their burdens. Touch their hearts and their minds. Please touch them, Jesus. Please touch them, touch them. Release that burden in their life. Release that issue in their life. Release that area of frustration. Lord, I pray that they'll let it go right now. They will believe in you. They'll concentrate not on uh, fixing the burden or carrying the burden, but they'll concentrate on the connection. They'll concentrate on their relationship with you. They'll concentrate on the intimacy with you that they need, the, the closeness with you that they need, that, that, that relationship, that friendship that they need with you. God, if we'll focus on that, if we'll focus on our connection, fruit will happen automatically. God, I praise you and I thank you. I praise you and I thank you. Lord, I pray that you'll move in an awesome way. I pray, God, that your will be done. 
I pray, God, that your will be done. I pray that you'll move in every heart, lift every burden, touch every soul. God, I pray that you'll bring real rest to the needy, bring real rest to the burden, bring real rest to those who are weary this morning. And God, I'll thank you and I'll praise you and I'll glorify your name. For you are worthy of our praise. In Jesus' holy name that we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Take all the time you need to pray. Take all the time you need to pray. Tell Jesus about your issue. Let's sing this morning. Let's sing. You know my heart. You know my weakness. You know my burden. You know, you know what I'm carrying this morning. You know what I'm, what I'm, I'm holding in my hand. God, take this from me. God, take this burden from me. Take this problem. Lord, help me carry it. I can't carry this on my own. God, I need your help this morning. Hallelujah. Lay it down at the altar. Come on, sing, church. I'll lay it down at his feet. Hallelujah. I am restless for mercy. Are you desperate this morning? I found out I won't come for help till I get desperate. Till I get desperate for him. Come on now. You're the one who is holy. I'm the one who's in need. Hallelujah. Do you need to pray? Does God have a burden on your heart? Hallelujah. Brother Kendrick, pray right here. Is God speaking to your heart? Come on. I ain't in no hurry. I ain't in no hurry. They can wait. Maybe God's dealing with you. Maybe you're carrying a burden. It's just been a, a, a difficulty your whole life. Well, Jesus is standing arms wide open. Arms wide open saying, come unto me. Are you weary? Come unto me. Are you burdened? Come unto me. Oh, come on. Lay it down at the altar. Thank you, Lord, for this place. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. God, we need the presence of the Holy One in this house, Lord, I pray. Oh, fill up that second service, Lord. Please move in the, in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is holy? I'm the one who's in need. I will lay it down. Lay it down at the altar. Can we give God praise that he's the burden lifter? He is the burden bearer. He, he, amen. If we don't take up this offering, I'm going to preach again. Amen. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that God has the ability to meet our need wherever it is. And what, listen, in whatever fashion we need it, he is able to meet the need. Church, say amen. amen. Well, let's give. We're going to give our tithes and our offerings now. This is the part of worship. 
hey, God showed me something this week, man. I've been praying. I've been praying for, for God to provide for me, for my commitment to the building program. And uh, in two different areas this past week, uh, God gave half on one situation and half in another situation and gave me everything I needed for my commitment. I said, thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Because, see, I didn't, I didn't have what he told me to give. I didn't. I, I'm telling you, I don't have it in my budget to give what he told me to give. But, but he said, watch what I do. And both of these things come out of the blue. Come out of it. Now, I had to earn it, but it come out of the blue. And I'm saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God will do stuff through you if you'll let him. Amen? Well, let's pray. Let's pray and ask God to help us to give as he has commanded us to and thank him for the burden he's carrying. Father, thank you for being our friend. And God, we want to show our friendship and our love back to you as we give from our hearts. Lord, we're here to give our tithes, that which already belongs to you, that 10%. But God, we're here to give our love offerings too, that that we are given because we appreciate you and what you have done for us. God, we thank you for all that you have done and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Come on and praise him this morning. All right. 
Two quick announcements, two quick announcements. Church pictures start this week. Don't forget, they're going to be taking the pictures for the church directory this week. So if you hadn't signed up for it, please get signed up. This is going to help everybody. How many of y'all have seen people at church you didn't know? How many would be cool to know who they were? This will help, amen? This will help. I'm not saying you're going to memorize everybody, but at least we'll, we can put a name to a face, amen? So please help us. They say, well, I'm not even a member. I don't care if you come, port to it, amen? We'll, we'll put you in there and help us learn who everybody is. And also, we need about four or five ladies that would volunteer to help us with the pictures. It would be basically just traffic control and helping people get to the room and signing up, working the table, that type of thing. So if I could get four or five ladies to help us volunteer for that and to help out, it would be a great blessing. Also, also we have at 411 today, we are showcasing our foundations and our, our basically our growth track ministry. That, that helps us get from A to Z. Say amen. We want to develop our disciples and develop those that are here. And if you, we've got a discipleship program that teaches all the basics of the Bible. A, assurance of salvation. B, uh, baptism. C, church membership. D, the devotional life. E, the eternal word. I mean, all the way through, all the basics of Christianity you need to know, we teach it in that class. And if you'd like to know some of that stuff, I want you to stop by 401 and get some information about that. All right? Say amen. amen. All right. Brother Dustin, I need to see you real quick in... in, in yeah. All right. Here we go.